sound disgusted an understatement after that. I think you think you can take your pitch between the pitch, the referee and our eleven players. Who was worse out of them three? Everything was shit tonight. Everything. Yeah. So, welcome to the uh, welcome to the the channel, the Jerry Jolly Genetic Show. So I'm joined here by James and Debbie um, after the the game. Um, lost one 0 to Aston Villa. Um, have to be honest and say I thought you know we got pretty much what we deserved in the, from from the game. Um, so and what will no doubt be the shortest segment of the show. Um, Debbie, um, I'll let you start with any possible positives we can take out of that. The final whistle. Mm, it um, it weren't really box office Saturday night TV. Was it? Um, no. We used to seeing Leeds a lot better. Well, I mean, for me, we never got out of the starting blocks. I mean, first half, I thought we were poor, probably worse than we were against Southampton. But then I thought, you know, against Southampton, I didn't think we were great first half. So I thought maybe half time will change things. And, you know, can you see what we can see? Um, but then second. And Daffy came out, and I thought we were worse than we were with first half, to be honest. I don't know. Um, obviously, Struik in, in midfield at the start didn't do it for us. For me, he's too slow in there. There's, he offers nothing in midfield whatsoever. He's a great defender, but as a midfielder, no, I think that I think that was key tonight for me, to be honest. Well, until he got subbed, but yeah, I mean it's. No, I can't really take many positives from it, to be honest. I'd like to say Roberts and Costa took the chances, but for me, I don't think they did. No, um, no I'm struggling. What about yourself, James? Is there is there anything? Nothing. Absolutely nothing tonight. Um, I'm usually pretty upbeat, and I think I said it last night. Even when we lose, you can generally say, nine times out of ten, you can say we played well. We've given it a go. Um, I thought it was absolutely abysmal. I thought the last time I felt this uh, this bad was after the Brighton defeat at Ellen Road. I thought, as I said, well, just talking to you off a bit, you can you can decide between the pitch and the referee where it will work. Absolutely, the pitch is disgusting. I just can't understand how. Yeah, I understand that the drainage systems. It is the biggest problem. You can't polish it, to it but I mean, come on, you guys get the pitch fucking better than that. I thought the referee was absolutely embarrassing. I thought some of his decisions. How did Target still stay on the pitch? How did Mings not get booked as well? Things like that. But again, that is an excuse in how we played because we were absolutely atrocious tonight. And as you know, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty confident normally, and I say it how it is. But I thought, I thought from start to finish tonight, I thought that was definitely as equal as, as Brighton. I thought we were shit in both of them's games, and they were the two worst performances of the season for me. I would, um, I would maybe throw uh, West Ham at home under that as well. Um, but they were better in that game, to be fair, it was a lot better in that game than the other two. Yeah. But um, the, the one positive, the one positive I could take out of it is it's another home game on that pitch out of the way. Um, which you know, it's quite sad to say that, but I'm just looking here, so. Like, or or remaining home games. We've got Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United and Spurs all still to play at home. Um obviously Sheffield United and West Brom as well. But you're you're kinda of looking and thinking there there's there could be 
it could get worse. Like, but um, I suppose like at the end of the day, we don't want to we don't want to be too negative because obviously you know the, the season overall has been pretty good. But tonight there just there just was it was just it was very frustrating. And some of the, like even some of the things like like one of my pet hates is like, you see a goalkeeper taking the goal kicks or he's not taking the goal kicks, and he may like he may as well have had Mings and Nets instead of him because like, for all he had to do, all other than he just he didn't have anything to do, and like he obviously wasn't right, and he just it was so comfortable and. I thought yes, I, I agree that the referee was poor, but I thought we were equally poor in how Absolutely. we. Were that. I, mean, I thought we were a bit naive. I mean, we had we had twenty seconds, twenty six seconds in. We had the chance from Rafinha. Well, yeah, but Bamford slipped in when he put the ball in. Rafinha obviously couldn't connect, and then they go down the other side, and Watkins I think slipped to get their crossing. And mm. they end up scoring from it. It, it just, it's just crazy. But then saying that, you're looking. I think 17 minutes in, El Ghazi had had three good chances at goal. Um, I just still can't get. And I love Bielsa. We all love Bielsa. He's an absolute genius. He's turning his football club around. And you know me, I don't ever like to criticise too much. And I, you know, but I don't buy this. You can't criticise it because it's Bielsa. Yeah. How many more games is he going to have to take before he realises Straub cannot play in midfield? Yeah. It's, you've, I just don't understand. We looked at that and he was... After the games he's played this season, I thought, he's seen the Palace game, he's seen the Arsenal game, he's seen the... Um, well, I can't Villa, think. Villa away as well. Yeah, Villa away. Villa first away first got subbed. He's, he's seen all the games that he struggled in there. Why? Why? As he's he started him in there tonight, he's, he's a great, great centre half. He when really he, is. When he got subbed, I felt well, sorry for him. Why is he right. playing him in there? He, he, he's too slow to play in there. He can't read the game properly. I just don't get when you've got Stuart Dallas at the minute, yeah. who's probably the only player we said last night on the show. He's probably the only player currently fit who can play in there. Every Leeds fan I've spoken to in the last forty-eight hours, seventy-two hours, said the same thing. There's only one player, one fit player who can play in there, and that's Dallas. I've not heard a single Leeds fan say Strout can play in there. Yeah. We've seen the games. He cannot play in there. Why persist with a, with a solution that clearly doesn't work? It's not a solution, but it doesn't work. I was kind of, over the last couple of weeks, I've become slightly obsessed with that position, obviously, whenever Calvin Phillips, and because we've kind of been making mm-hmm. so many, and I find myself during games basically just watching that area of the pitch and it was it was like a game of hide and seek it was like once once Cooper got the ball he basically ran in behind the attacking midfielder to cut off that passing lane and then as soon as it went across the Laurenti he done exactly it was like he just it was like he had no sense of like where the space was and there was even a couple of times where Laurenti tried to bring the ball into the midfield and he passed it to strike, and he then passed it back to Cooper. And you're like, Jesus, I'm like, what are you doing in there? Like, Straight so, the line. I agree. And I have to ask as well. And and I I 100 I 100 agree with this. You you can't um you can't say somebody see whenever somebody's doing something wrong. I'm gonna say and and believe me, nine times out of ten, Bills is doing things right. But so right, so forty-five minutes. Strike was garbage. It was absolutely rubbish in that position, and 
what what like made him think I'm going to give him seven minutes here to turn it around? Like what what happened between forty five and fifty two minutes to think I'm going to change it? That that that's his chance, you know. Like like literally at half time, I posted on Twitter um, three subs, and they were the three subs that ended up happening. Yet we we pissed about and and wasted twenty five minutes doing it. That said, everybody knew it. Everybody knew who the three guys are that he doesn't particularly trust, and the three that he that he does trust that's on the bench. It was obvious why he wasted twenty. That said, it it didn't change anything because the the guys even that come on, nobody just looked, nobody looked at it. I actually thought Paolo did okay when he came on. I actually thought we looked better. I thought we actually looked for some different passes and tried to play a bit more. I'm not saying he was a world beater, but I thought we did look slightly better when he came on. And the only other point of positive, just probably talking from a level point of view, was I actually thought Coop played quite well tonight. And again, that, that is, it's clutching at straws. I know that. It's clutching at straws. But I thought I thought he was steady as, as could be. And I thought when, when Pablo came on, I thought he did okay, to be fair. I didn't, I didn't think he was poor. I didn't think he was great. But I did think he tried to make things happen. And to be fair, if you watch the first 70 minutes before he came on, did we try and make anything happen? There was nothing. But, but like you say, Jerry, what did he see in that first 45 minutes that he thought, let's give him a little bit more time? What has he not seen in previous games to think he should be in there? The substitutions were too late. Bringing in Pablo on for 20 minutes. Yeah, we'll probably still be playing until tomorrow yeah. this time and not score. But at least when Hernandez came on, at least we actually looked a little bit more lively and tried to try to create something. It's 20 minutes in a game when you've been out, well, not out of the play, but did we create anything? There was something came on the screen in the second half, about 25 minutes into the second half. They had two shots on target, and we'd had none. And we'd had 65% of the ball. Yeah, There's no creativity say, there. I think it was about 70 minutes in, there was 65 possession to, to Leeds, but what had we created? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing that I can remember, really. Even the, the only one that we're <laughs> The, the one that was a really good chance um, early that sort of was before that was the one that fell to Robert. Um, and even then, it wasn't really something that was a creative chance. It was Rafinha had a shot and yeah, the ring fell to him. Um, but uh, I just thought, I thought whenever like this in the, re the replay, the keeper's standing like this and he's got a clear line down both sides that like you could have drove a bus down into the bottom corner and he just there was no composure but I, I, again i don't want to i don't want to necessarily criticize him because he probably is a bit rusty but it was an opportunity that if he wants to push his way into the leads team and be somebody that's going to be there next season because because we are going to improve and and for me like realistically if Rodrigo was fit he wouldn't be near he wouldn't be near the team so um, I just think if he wants to try and push himself forward, he needs to be better, and he, he just needs to, he didn't he didn't do it there for me, um, tonight. Um, what else? There's always levels to the game, <laughs> you know, to a game into a season, and let's be realistic, it's been a fantastic season. We we all agree that, mm. and it's not about what I don't like is is some people think you can't criticise the team or me. I like to say how it is. If they've played well, they've played well. If we've played well and got beat, I'll say it. If we've if we've not played well and won, I'll say it. Tonight we didn't play well and we didn't win. And there's no one can cover and paper any cracks over tonight. It was shocking. But 
in the bigger picture, the grand scheme of things, it's been yeah, a fantastic, fantastic season. Yeah. You know, you are going to have games like this. We're all going to feel frustrated because at the end of the day, we love the club, we fucking bleed it. You know, it's, it's what we are as fans. It doesn't mean we can't criticise, you know, because tonight was, was shocking. But again, as I was saying, in the bigger picture, very, very good season. I won't single any players out. Obviously, Roberts and Costa will probably get the, the sort of the, the scapegoat treatment, so to speak, because they're the players that do all the time and they were to come in tonight and, and pull up some trees. But was there really an outstanding Leeds player tonight? No, there really wasn't. I say I thought Cooper was was about his best player, and that's really clutching at straws. I think Villa came not to lose the game. Villa came not to get drugged like they did at, at their place. And I think once they got that early goal, we were then up against it. But I do think our team selection with Stuart playing where he did, I did think it had a knock-on effect to the rest of the team because I think that Dallas had probably his worst game for a long time for me. Um, And usually he's penetrating going forward. I thought, click, was he fully fit? Well, he lasted well. Um, But again, the pitch, we keep blaming the pitch. It's the same for both sides. I do know that, but... It's like, I don't know, sometimes he was stretching and then he didn't want to go for the ball. Sometimes it was a 50-50 ball. He didn't go in for the ball because maybe he might have got injured a bit more. I just think that tonight we, we just didn't show up, to be honest, at both halves, which is very disappointing for me. To be Jerry's comments about right about the pitch, I mean, that is that is a massive plus, isn't it? That is, it's one less game to play at home yeah, this season. Totally. The, the sooner we can rip that, totally. rip that pitch up, rip the drainage system up and play again, but surely there's something you can do, you know, maybe covering the pitch, stop it getting so much water on it, just something. You've got to be able to do, you're not telling me that you've laid a £300,000 new pitch that, that you've bought from Spurs and it still be that bad. I don't know. It, it's, it's no better than it was. In fact, it's probably worse, worse because the Brighton game, I know the pitch was churned up. The players weren't slipping over. Exactly. Since a new pitch has been laid, it's churning up and falling over. (laughs) Surely there's something you can do. There's got to be just to try and see it through. But I honestly think it's worse than it was before. I honestly do. I think it's it's hard to it'll be hard to disagree with it. Um, Another player that I think I probably have to mention because um, I'm uh, I'm always the first whenever he does whenever he does the great things which which we've been used to. Yeah. But Rafinha was, was, was bad tonight. His, his, um, his touches were bad. His passing was bad. But I was I was probably I would say his, his worst performance and pro- probably since he's been at least but maybe you know some of them early early ones were. But um I think he was another one that just didn't get into the game at all. And I was just it was just really frustrating. Like it was every time you like kinda two or three touches and like a nice wee bit of football and then somebody just passes to somebody that's not there or, you know, takes a bad touch. It was, it was just a horrible game of football. As, as you say, um, Debbie, Villa kind of came where, like, I, I wouldn't look at it and say Villa were in any way impressive, but I wouldn't also say that Villa didn't deserve not to win, you know, they deserved to win the game. They, they took their, pretty much their one, one decent chance and uh, yeah. they were solid. Um, I thought that, while I don't like it, um, I thought they were very professional. Um, sort of maybe would be the oh, yeah. word for it. Yeah, it was. It was all not even the play yeah, acting, but it, it was just every time there was a just mouth and mouth and mouth and just constantly going. Your guy target like like the probably the reason he didn't get sent off was because I thought for a while he was actually refereeing the game. Um, so he was never going to put himself like. 
are too nice. I've said that we are. We are too nice. We were too naive. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think the young lad Ramsey who played in midfield for Aston Villa. He made that I counted seven fouls before he got sucked. He didn't get a booking. Now, whether each, whether you can say, were any of the individual tackles with yellow card? I'd argue maybe one or two was. But even if you say they weren't, an accumulation of seven fouls has got to count up to a yellow card. He, did, he didn't receive one. I thought the tie means at the end of the penalty box in that last corner. What was it? What was he at the ground for? He was holding yeah, his ankle. Bamford awful, was two yards away awful. from him. No one even touched him. And there, there was one when Bamford chased down in the bottom corner as well. Um, I can't think it was Conser, whatever his name is. Again, never even touched him. Threw himself to the ground. Got a free kick. But the Tyler Roberts booking. We never as well. do that. We never do that. The Tyler Roberts booking. It was a foul on him. The referee would give it. Then their player actually rugby tackled him as he was getting up to try and pack, play the early ball. And then, obviously, Roberts, Roberts lashed out, granted, but then he goes and books both players. Well, I'm sorry. He actually fouled, fouled Roberts and, and he tried to... Fair, to you could actually argue, you could actually argue that tackle. That tackle, you could argue, was actually more a red than a yellow. Just that was naughty. Okay. That stubs down his calf and onto his Achilles. That just was, that was a naughty tackle. Know. It was definitely a second yellow, minimum. Minimum. With, with regards to Robert, the Roberts one, um, I... I thought that he probably deserved the booking because straight out about two minutes before he had, it, like he took the really bad touch and then landed the foul. Um, I'm just I'm sitting here looking at the comments as well. Is I hardly ever get comments on these, and I honestly think of about thirty comments from Aston Villa fans here. So I'm um, just what um there's one for them, but uh, <laughs> you probably are right. Just that one, I think Roberts, his, his first touch and what he was trying to do, he was frustrated and he probably did deserve the yellow card before that, to be honest. But I don't think yeah. that that was fair, to be honest. Yeah. It was and a boring I, game. I wonder that my wife was sitting watching the, the game and she never, she never really watches football. And just the one you were talking about, that one where uh, Mings went down in the box. And I was like, now you, now you look at that guy and you tell me what, what contact there was made with him. And she was like, the guy, the guy kind of hits him in the ribs. And, and I was like, what do you mean? She, she thought I was asking her about what Ming's done on, I think it was Bamford. And she was like, oh, no, well, well nothing happened to him. Like, but I, I don't know. Like, she, she doesn't really watch football, like, but she was sitting and she literally thought it was the other way around. Like, but I'm going to, so who's this here? Paul Merson, fellow legend. I think Paul Merson needs to go back to the bar. Um, there'll be more. This guy's oh, caught when he wants There's some dickhead on. Lorente, well, to be honest, to be honest yeah. yeah. I mean, I have made, yeah, Lorente were embarrassing, to be honest. No, thank you, Zeno. Yeah, Lorente, rolling around on the floor twice. Ridiculous. I we don't I agree. Agree. I don't, don't respect yeah. players that, was, that come in. That was bad. Disgusting. That was bad. That was bad. Don't agree with things like that. Uh, that was one incident. That was yeah. one incident, which, yeah. which was bad. He mm. rolled around like he'd been shot. Yeah. Completely agree. But we're talking one incident here. I, I, can, I can name five, six, seven, eight times Villa did that. So, again, there, there is perspective. You know, mm. last time I checked, eight was bigger than one. But well, I don't like to see it. You know, I hate to see players kind of faking no, injuries. Afraid. And it was disgusting. And we said at the time it was disgusting. It was. But it was every, every time. 
every time Villa did it too many times, too many times. It makes me laugh when they go down and they're rolling around and they're holding the leg, then they hold the head. It's like trying to make your mind up which it is because it's quite embarrassing. This it really is, but it's foreign players, isn't it? You, you're gonna get it, but. You know, nine times out of ten, I do think we are a good team, and we don't we don't try for those free kicks. I really do believe that. But I did think twice today, Lorente, first half and second half were a bit embarrassing. And what what did you think of, of his actual overall performance throughout the match? I I thought there was a few times where Watkins kind of gave him the run around a wee bit. He did. He, he is a very good player, Watkins. He's a great player. He is um, a good player. He certainly leads the line well. He's a very, he's a very similar player to Bamford. Now I know you're gonna, Aston Villa fans might say I'm biased. I do think Bamford's a slightly better version of Watkins. I honestly do, and that that's generally being being completely honest. But I do think Watkins is a very very good player, and, and I think in the next couple of years, don't forget Watkins is a lot younger than Bamford as well. And to be fair, Watkins has probably got. He's probably got the ability to be better in four or five years' time when he reaches when he reaches Bamford's age. But at the moment, Bamford is a bit better player. But again, he's a very, very good version of Bamford. And I thought, as you say, I thought he gave Lorente the runaround. Mm. I thought him and El Ghazi were Aston Villa's best players by an absolute mile. The um, I think um, your guy uh, Watkins. I thought sort of in the players that I've seen us playing against this season. Um, I thought whenever we get the stuff in at home to Leicester, I thought that night 40 was brilliant. And I would say Watkins was probably the, ne- the next best I've seen against us this season, sort of leading that line, as you say. And just, I like we seem to really struggle. We see whenever a centre or a forward comes out into the wide positions, tortures us, like, really tortured us. But, um, All I will say about Lorente is, I think when he went down and like did about five somersaults on the floor, that his, his season were over. So I'm quite relieved that he, what, he stick, played the 90 minutes and walked off the pitch. Yeah. I will, I think, in some ways, uh, this sort of reaction was probably because he is a guy that's been injured. But at the end of the day, it's, it took me back. Was it what did you call that? Was it Adrian or something? Adrian, remember yeah. the guy? And there was like a video about him, like the Brazilian guy. But yeah, it was like that, and then it was it was funny. Like the guy kind of like tries to lift him, and he gets up looking to fight with him. No, no, nothing wrong with him at all. Like, yeah. I think he went up, didn't he, and had a word in his shell, as if to say he should have stayed down there. Yeah, I but well, yeah. I think it's just a just a frustrating night. But there, as I say, there's probably no point in. Uh, um, probably the best response to to that is to go and get a, a beer or something and. And uh, move move on. So, I think we're we've um, nine days um, now between our next match. So, I uh, I hope that um, Bielsa has them doing murder ball about three times between now and then, just for for punishment for being crap tonight. But um, it is what it is. That you do you do miss Phillips, you do miss Rodrigo. Look at Rodrigo at Villa away. On that big pitch, mm-hmm. he absolutely oh. took the Michael, didn't he? Let's be fair, he took the Michael, didn't he? He was, he was dictating play. And I just think when you're, I'm not saying we're necessarily square pegs and round holes. And, you know, I hate blaming injuries for, you know, for certain results or defeats. But I think tonight, your Struix, your Robertses, your Dallas is here, there and everywhere. 
that kind of that kind of tells when you when you've got so many injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, I would love to see Robin, you know, Robin Cock back in his side. As you said about um, about Watkins, we always struggle with pace. Now you look at the centre half. Cooper's not blessed with pace. Morente's not blessed with pace. Strauch's not blessed with pace. The only centre half we've got with any pace yeah. is Robin Cock, yeah. and unfortunately he's he's injured. And in terms of midfield, you know, you can you can go on for days, but Rodrigo and Phillips, you know, Phillips would certainly walk in 99% of teams in this league, probably barring Man City and, you know, arguably Liverpool, but looking this season, he'd probably walk into, walk into their side as well. But he would walk into most sides in the league and Rodrigo, for me, you know, on his day, would walk in 75% of the sides easily. So for those of mid-table side, which I believe we are, they are massive misses to us. Massive misses. Mm-hmm. I know we've got other players injured, but they're the they're the real quality that we miss, in my opinion. I think I think realistically, you, you could you could probably say there's like a hundred a hundred million worth of talent really missing there because like obviously if you've got Cock, he was what he was maybe about fifteen or something. Was it seventeen million something he was? Rodrigo was about thirty, and would you would probably get fifty for for Phillips now if he was to go somewhere like at least. Um, England international um, quality player. So yeah, like at the end of the day, top teams are going to struggle with struggle with injuries like that and, and issues like that. I talked before the game, Grealish being injured and about how it being a big loss for Villa. Yeah, and I agree it was a big loss for Villa, but I always felt that when we've lost, okay, Rodrigo's a number ten, but for me, it's still part of the midfield three argument. Say. So. And you've got mm-hmm. Phillips as well there. So you've actually got two out of your midfield core injured. Now, for me, central midfield or that midfield three is your most important place on you know on, on the field. And when you're missing two of your three players there, I thought for us, it was a bigger crisis for us than it was for them. And I think tonight's show, yes, they miss Grealish. He's a quality player. We all know that. He's a, he's a diving bastard, but he's a, you know, he's a good player. Sorry my language, but he's a very good player. Um, <laughs> But I always felt that our injuries would be far, far more of a miss than what Grealish would be to them. I, I, I think it kind of, it kind of showed in a way where like they, they came into the game probably if they had a had Grealish, the game might have been slightly different, and that they wouldn't have been so rigid, and it might, have, it might actually show us partly more because they kind of came and it was like right, well the only way we're going to win this game is by just sheer effort and hard work and. They were tough to break down. They they were niggly. They were horrible to play against. And at the end of the day, like we all get like I was super excited and and I was at Tuesday night against Southampton and thought we were brilliant, deserved it. Didn't deserve it tonight. Okay, we, you know we got the result that we deserved. Um, you have, you have, like I don't plan to shoot in on Tuesday, and ultimately I have to have to take this one on the chin tonight. Um, so I don't think I'll uh, insult anybody's intelligence by asking for a Leeds man of the match tonight because they were we'll, we'll, we'll give it we'll give it to the pitch because that was the most influential performance um, for Leeds um, but uh, no it, 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 it is what it is I don't think Cooper really did much wrong at the back to be honest I thought he held it together quite a bit to be honest Again, I, I, think I don't it, think Cooper did, did much wrong and it, I think the rest of the team probably did if I had to if I had to then yeah if, you, if you're asking me Jerry then I you know you was really sort of twisting my arm mm. for an answer I couldn't give anybody else but Cooper but we clutched um, and again that's clutching at straws I didn't think Hernandez did bad like I say but 
really after those two. There was just literally nobody else for me. So I'm going to give it to Cooper. Just, just sheer that you have to give one. So he, you know, he is the one for me. What, what about you, Jerry? Is there, is there one for you that stood out? If anyone. Um, not really, no. Um, to be honest, and, and even Cooper. Cooper. Um, would be if I was being pedantic, and as you say, I don't. Th- I don't even think. And whenever I'm saying this, like I'm only saying it to, to be argumentative, kind of. Um, but was he the one that played El whatever you call him on side at the goal? Yeah. I think that was Cooper. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. Because I'll tell you actually why why I really specifically agree with what you said about the other guy the other players. Now yes, Cooper um, should have been quicker going outside. It was like he was trying to like mark the guy. I think it was Watkins. He was trying to mark Watkins rather than just get out with the line. But see in the actual goal, see with your man's touch. If we hadn't have switched off, and and that wasn't Cooper. If we hadn't have switched off, it was a bad touch. So it went away, and and you know it was maybe landed at three or four. He was socially distancing from the ball, you could say, and he still had time to put it in the net. Do you know what I mean? So that that was on everyone else, and uh, you know it wasn't it wasn't ideal. But um, no, it just uh, as you say, Cooper, like he, he don't he don't what he does. Do you know what I mean? He he definitely seemed more capable of dealing with Watkins when it was sort of he was on his side. Um, I did think Laurenti got. Get tortured by him a wee bit, um, but hey. I just I, I don't think there was many plus points tonight. It's just just that it is what it is, you know. I think if you're let's you were picking, let's just take that then. I think um, if you were yeah. picking a top three, they would all have been in. They would all have been in black tonight, unfortunately. But but uh, well, we'll not uh, we'll not complain because. Uh, it's been good. It's been a good season so far, and hopefully, we can go on. In the top half of the table, yeah. Um, yeah. after you know so many games, and to, to have so many injuries, yeah. and to be complaining about a defeat, we've only just got narrowly beat. When arguably we had a couple of chances where we maybe could have equalised. I don't. Yeah, you could argue that it deserved the game tonight. And to be fair, they probably did. If the game had been a draw. No one would really yeah. say it was unjust. But, a ball draw. You know, it was a ball draw. But, you know, Villa did just deserve the game tonight. So let's put it into perspective of the season. You know, we're three quarters of the way through the season. We're in the top half of the table. We've got a lot of injuries. Let's have nine days off and try and... Let's try and recuperate. And let's go to West Ham and get a good result. Get a good result at West Ham. No one's going to talk about this game, are they? No one's talking about this game. The... Uh... For for my for, <laughs> for my uh, for my positive note to the end on is our next game's not at Elland Road, so I'm happy with that. Um, but we'll uh, we'll we'll end it there because we're we're just going to depress ourselves. But um, hopefully um, hopefully we'll be back then. As I say, that game's next Monday night. So um, thanks to everybody for watching. Thanks to, to James and Debbie for coming on tonight and. Uh, Hopefully, um, it was difficult so, tonight, mate. It was really difficult tonight coming on here after that. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty. It is pretty. I done one, and it was it was the Everton game, and it was me and John, and uh, it was like half ten at night and our eleven o'clock. Nearly we were going, and I was just sitting thinking to myself, I just want to go to bed and cry. You know, I'm not in the mood for this. 
shit, like, you know. But sure. But, um, yeah, but sure. But anyway, thanks uh, Thanks for coming on, as always. These are always um, always entertaining guests, and uh, it's good to have you on. So thanks very much, and uh, hopefully the, the next time we meet will be in more, uh, more positive circumstances. So uh, thanks, everyone, and uh, we'll catch you again next week. See you later. Thank you. See you later.